y'all. Welcome back to the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Rock. And this is a bonus episode. This is what I'm calling a check-in. I'm checking in on a previous guest. And this first episode is going to be Andrea Johnson of Carmelitas. Andrea is so special. I really loved our first episode that we did with her back in March, March of 2021. Um, It was episode 23, Sugar Coated and Toasted with Andrea Johnson. It was a great episode. We talked about the power of social media. We talked about how Black Lives Matter uh, really made a difference on the small business uh, community for black entrepreneurs. Great episode. Go on back to it if you haven't listened to it. But I really do want to say, if you're here, if you're listening to this bonus episode, then you've been along for the ride. (laughs) You know, I don't think you're just coming in. I think you've been listening. And I want to say how much we appreciate you. We truly do. We've really been building this podcast from the ground up. And it feels good to know that we have dedicated listeners and the, the real hope is we're making a difference in your life. I hope every Monday when a new episode comes out, you're excited to listen. You're excited to listen, learn, be inspired. <laughs> you know, I know our audience, I've been getting to know our audience through these last, what, 54 episodes and they're people with entrepreneur dreams they're small business owners just trying to keep going and trying to really just figure this whole thing out and I think we're all trying to figure this whole thing out together so keep listening thank you for getting this far with us I believe if you're listening that you are a writer you're a writer you're a ground up podcast faithful listener so I want you to do me one favor If this podcast has made a difference, if you're here listening and you're saying, I want them to keep going, help us build. Like, if you know anybody, you know people who they talked about wanting to start a business, or you know people who are are business owners, and you know that it's been a journey for them, introduce them to the Ground Up Podcast. Share it with them. And um, leave a review. That always helps especially if you're an Apple Podcast listener. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys. So now, let's check in with Andrea of Carmelitas. Hi, Lulu. Andrea. Hi. Hi. So we have Andrea of Carmelitas. I'm just calling and do a check-in, see how things have been with you. Um, really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah, so special. Like it's so special. Um, the friendship that's grown out of. So we recorded your episode or your episode aired back in March. So that's almost nine months yeah. ago. And I, aired, I know, I know it is wild. <laughs> and you know, so if, if it aired in March, we recorded it before that. So like, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably been about 10 and a half months. And I was just telling yes. Aaron, I think it's so special that like you and I have stayed in contact. We've grown a friendship. Like you're a special guest yes. to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, this, I feel this, like it's been almost a year. Yeah. This check-in is a little fake because I know all the things. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I know all the yeah all the good things that's been <laughs> happening, and I know how you've been working. But I want the listeners to get to get caught up in Carmelita's world. So if you yeah. think back, like think back to when we recorded. Like I remember you had just started going part time from full time to part time in your like nine to five job. And you were mm-hmm. really like beefing up the like the amount of pop ups you were doing, and they were just at Bluebee. What's happened since then? Ooh, so the amount of pop ups is still up there. Yeah. Um, but I did start to focus more on just different kinds of pop ups in different locations, and also just trying new things. Like I would, you know team up with some other small businesses, um, food businesses yeah, and do pop-ups with them and introduce me to new people, new places. And even if like the pop-ups themselves didn't seem like lucrative in a sense, as far as like our sales for the day, every single time like led me to a new person or a new opportunity. So it was always, always a good move for me. Oh, yeah. It was always a learning experience. I've learned like, something new at every single pop-up yeah um do you have any accomplishments that's come out of you being so amazing at pop-ups um I did get third place in style weekly's best pop-up category of RBA which I believe was a new category for them this year yes so um yeah that was pretty cool yeah, I mean, that just goes to the fact that, like, all the work you're putting in is being recognized. And also just people calling, you know, getting contacts from each pop-up that you're doing. The People are people notice you. People notice the work that you're putting in and how wonderful your products are. Yeah, because now it's just, you know, people are coming to the pop-ups and they're saying things like, oh, we've been following you on Instagram or we've been trying to, you know, get your stuff for a while or seeing the same people come back over and over and like actually recognizing people and them, you know, noticing the changes that we made or noticing the new products that we're um, doing or new things that we started to launch and stuff like that. So that's always, it's still like mind blowing to me when people come and make those kind of statements because, you know, it's, it's very much like people say, like do something that you enjoy and you'll never work a day in your life. It's very much work. It's, it is hard work. I'm not even going to sugarcoat that, but it's still, I'm still in that phase of like, I'm just, I'm happy that I'm able to do it. And so when people come up and say stuff like that, I'm like, huh, what? It's so funny because one of the things we talked about in your episode was, um, the power of social media and like you saying people mm-hmm. coming up to you and saying, you know, I'm following you on Instagram and you know, around the time of our episode, I want to say you had just hit your first 1k followers and now you're well over yep. 2k. Yeah. And it was like, what the heck? I can't even think about it sometimes. Like I'll, I, if I think about it too much, I start to get nervous, like stage fright almost. Oh. And so I'm just kind of like, <laughs> let me just pretend it's the same, like five people that I talk to on a normal basis, even though it's like, I very much appreciate it. And I can sense the presence and the love. It's just like, sometimes I got to pretend that it's not over to other people. Mm, I get that. <laughs> so like, so do you find yourself getting, so now that you, you know, you got some RVA fame and you know, a little local celebrity is not many. It's, if anybody else doing what you're doing, so you stand out, you know, um, is that overwhelming? Um, I haven't found it to be quite overwhelming yet. Um, if anything, it allows me to maintain the standard that I've set for myself and for my business, which is helpful because, um, 
now I know that there are people watching essentially if that makes sense or like there are certain things that people come to expect or know since I was saying before like those return customers or people who have tried things before who are may have tried things earlier on and in the developmental stages of business that, you know, are coming back now. And it's good to see that they're having good experiences, that it brought them back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not so much overwhelming as there is just like a reminder. It's like, okay, here we go. So, you know, maybe at the next check-in, that answer will change. (laughs) But as of now, (laughs) I'm I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah, I'm so glad you're enjoying it because, I mean, like I said, you're, you have a unique business and it stands out, but also your execution, like you're, you're, you're killing it out here. I'm so proud of oh, you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I still get all like <laughs> bashful and stuff with my compliments and everything, but I do, I very much appreciate it. And it's, it's one of those things that also reminds me to recognize that and, and give myself my props. Like I, every once in a while, I'm like, <laughs> It's like, let's count how many times I flex out loud to myself. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, RJ was like, as you should. It's as just you like, should, yeah, as exactly. Should. Yeah. As I should. Yeah. <laughs> so. What, um, any like expansion on the menu or anything different that's popped over, up, up over the last nine months? Um, I will say as far as the menu goes, I have kind of settled into somewhat of a routine as far as launching new flavors every month and kind of new s'mores that correlate with those flavors every month Mm -hmm. because it allows me to expand on my creativity that kind of felt like it was becoming stagnant. And that was one of the reasons why I started this business in the first place and why I'm so drawn and have such a a love for my businesses because it allows me to be creative. And so, um, you know, being able to rotate the flavors and kind of showing everybody like, it really is like sky's the limit as far as um, the flavors and stuff we can produce. And also just, it never gets old to go down the list of flavors with somebody or have them read the menu and just like see the sense of wonderment Yeah, because it's almost like the same feeling I get when I create it and I'm happy with how something came out. And so I'm like, well, we're putting it on the menu. And so, so to be able to share that joy and see that translate to other people and they're, they're receiving it the way I intended it is kind of been the the driving force for me to say okay well I think I'm going to keep updating and so that way also it doesn't get stagnant for customers yeah well it's wild because I mean just to talk about the amount of flavors you did an advent calendar (laughs) this December god I'm still kicking myself y'all I mean she did an advent calendar with different flavors so is it for 25 days yeah I did 25 I think typical advent calendars are 24 Oh, okay. So you, know, you were like, I'm going to step it up. In the planning phases, I wrote down 25 and then I just never took any of them off. And so it was just kind of like, well, it's going to be 25. What's your favorite flavor of, of the advent calendar, different 25 flavors? Ooh, that is hard. Mm. But I think I'm literally, I'm literally trying to run through my mind. It also doesn't help that I'm very behind on uh, <laughs> on the advent calendar but I think like so far the the berry the cider and berry one Y'all, has stood out to me that is and so... I think that's just because it's like a mold cider marshmallows raspberry oh chocolate it's just one of the things that I like around Christmas time like I'm a big fan of mold ciders I'm a big fan of mold wines and all of those things that are typically not very popular in the state 
Mm-hmm. So it was like sharing a little bit of like, you know, these are a few of my favorite things for mm-hmm. Christmas. I love that. I will not make the mistake of not getting one next year. I mean, I will make sure next year is is so much more noticed and ample because I I do. I already have people asking like, well, when is next year? And I'm like, no, I I think that I would take that as in a good way. You know what I mean? Because I think I'm the only one kicking myself. (laughs) No, not at all. But it's also something that I never even considered that there would be people like checking for it in that way yeah so it's just kind of like okay advent calendar planning starts in january mm-hmm. i know <laughs> instead right? of instead of like june it's like okay well we need six more months so now that it's okay so how many how many years now is it that you've been into the business it's been two all right so two years in how would you describe your experience thus far in, let's say, three words? How would I describe what so far? Your experience thus far. Your experience, oh, my experience. Yeah. Mm. With entrepreneurship. In the years? Yeah. Mm. In three words, I would say encouraging. Mm. Mm. Let me see. Encouraging, fulfilling. And I would say unsure only because there's always like a sense of unsure in entrepreneurship, I feel like. And it's one of the things that either pushes you to go past the point of unsure or kind of halts you and stops you. And so far, every moment of uncertainty, I guess uncertainty would probably be the better word, um, that I've kind of come across, I've either just pushed through it and, you know, obviously learned a lesson from it or I've pushed through it and been like, oh, okay, that was just me being my ultimate critic and being too hard on myself and being like, okay, cool, chill out. What do you think is your driving force to push through? Like, um, like what helps you keep going? Um, I would say in this, in this past year, especially, I have learned to um, trust myself a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of recipes or ideas, some of, a lot of the s'mores and flavors and stuff really come up on the fly in just random conversations. And a lot of things, thank God, work the first time around. And I and I learned that that is a testament to my skill Ooh. as a confectioner and as a baker and as someone who, you know, like I'll put something together and I'll say like, I have enough faith in my like ingredient recipe, like knowledge that this should work. Yeah. And it works. And it's just kind of like, hmm, okay. So I, you know, I have the proof in the pudding. Like I've, conquered some of those things before so it's just like why would I go backwards so right. this year so has been like, very yeah it's like proof of concept yeah. mm-hmm. and then this year has been very much like me taking those risks without knowing and then finding out very quickly and learning from them very quickly so it's like okay I'm not going to fall back into the doubting or the questioning again because I've already done it right and isn't it so much better like you know, because I'm sure there has to have been some decisions you've made that that weren't 
you know, maybe winners, but they, but they push, oh, yeah. they right. You know what I mean? It happens. It's a part of the process, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it pushes you along. And like the fact that you're mm-hmm. making the decisions and you're taking action, it's still pushing you along to the next step, you know? Yeah. And it's a reminder. Cause it's just like, I get to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still working part-time in a like very, you know, chain of command, corporate heavy position at the job that I'm in. And so it's, it's a very, stark contrast and I can see the duality every day in my life with like how I have to go through certain procedures and do certain things there and how when I come home I make those own decisions for myself how does it feel that you have been able to sustain part-time like you didn't have to go back to full-time that means that you must be doing well (laughs) that was and it's something honestly I didn't think about until earlier this month um and that's because I'm wondering like if it's something I should continue doing and it's not to say that like oh business is booming and it's great and you know but I have consistently made decisions for my life that were very much walks on faith and that it was like well I don't know if it's going to work out but somehow it, it worked out and it's happened twice now it happened when I moved out on my own and got a house and was just like I don't know how that's gonna work (laughs) and then I was able to drop part-time and it was still like I don't know how that's gonna work Mm. and it's worked and I have that conversation very often with um my best friend who you know we constantly remind each other like I they haven't come and taken my car yet they haven't kicked me out of my home yet (laughs) I don't have anybody knocking on my door and leaving summons and subpoenas on my door, you know, and blowing my phone up. So it's, it's I'm laughing, kind of like, but you know, honestly, it's really not. It's it's you know, it's it's kind of comical, yeah. but at the same time, it's so true, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and like, it's, it's so. It's sometimes it's just the bare simplicity of being like, it could be a lot worse, and sometimes we catastrophize things in our brain. Yeah. And make them, you know, I, I always tell people I'm a little dramatic on the inside and sometimes on the outside. And so it's like, just calm down. It's yeah. fine. Just, You're just doing calm great. Down. It's fine. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you out of all this, if you have come out encouraged and you've come out and you've, you've oh, came yeah. out, you came out encouraged and you came out fulfilled and and comfortable moving forward with uncertainty, I think you're winning, mm-hmm. baby. You are winning. Whoop, whoop. I will say yes. yes. I would have to agree. Well, and it's just a, it's a comforting feeling to know. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Well, my, my thoughts now are what's next? I mean, here we are closing out 2021. I know you're planning. Anything, um, any goals you're shooting for for the business in 2022? Uh, for 2022, I think I want to increase my online presence as far as like online shopping, retail sales. Mm. I want to get back into retail sales. There are, you know, a few um, small local grocery stores around RVA and um, some that I was in before and some that I never got a chance to be a part of. But I pulled out of that space because I didn't feel like it was benefiting me at the time and it was kind of proving to be more work. Um, and so then now I feel more comfortable in a space where people recognize 
my business and they know and they're asking where they can find these things. And so it's something I feel like I can turn back to now and focus on um, in addition to just trying to enter into new spaces and do pop-ups in other places, like other cities and other states and wow. see how far I can really like take my business and introduce people to Carmelitas and just, you know, have fun yeah. while I'm doing it. And, you know, obviously my overall goal is always going to be my brick and mortar, but it's very much like a process. And I understand one of the best parts about being in this tight knit community is me being able to utilize my friends as resources and see things that they've gone through and ask them questions that I would not normally be able to just go up and ask somebody because who's just asking strangers like, Hey, how did you get your brick and mortar? It's like, what, what? So, you know, I'm able to ask those questions. And so I feel more comfortable with taking my time. Whereas before it felt like I had to do it and I had to do it quick in order to be successful. I love that. Going so it's like, that's space. very much on the horizon. Yeah. So it's like, it's on the horizon. It's still a goal that I'm running towards and I'm not necessarily, you know, losing steam or changing courses or anything. It's still there and it's still in my line of sight. It's just, I want to figure out the things that I can do on the way there Absolutely. so that I a enjoy the journey and that B set up a strong enough foundation that it's not, harder to sustain because brick and mortars are no joke right I mean all I know is that wherever you put them they're going to do well whatever you put you know Carmelita's is going to do well so I think starting out with you know collabing with other local grocery stores like I want to see you at um Elwood's I want to see you at Stella's I want to see you at you know I want to be able to have access um, to you so many places, but eventually a brick and mortar bomb. Yes. But I love how, you know, you, you see the, um, you see the power also in collaborating with like other business owners. Oh yeah. That's one of the most fun things that I've stumbled into is collaborations. And it, it's always fun. <laughs> All right, Andrea, I want to ask you two questions. Any mm-hmm. advice for people with entrepreneur dreams to help them get started and then advice for other small business owners to help them keep going. As far as getting started, the, the theme that I always thrive off of is something that we're no stranger to is to just start. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I would say to make yourself available in, in other circles, I guess. Because a big part of starting a business and running a business, it kind of leads into the second part of the networking. Mm-hmm. And as someone who can tend to be a little closed off and, you know, I can talk a hole in somebody's head, but I also have to like get warmed up to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, you have to meet people and let them, you know, not necessarily show you the way because it's like everybody's business model is different and what somebody is good for somebody else's business is not good for yours. But it's like, you know, it's going to be helpful. Yeah. And then as far as keeping going when you're already a small business owner is just kind of the same thing, networking and talking to people who are doing things similar to what you're doing because 
that's been the biggest blessing is to be able to talk to other small business owners and become friends with other small business owners so we can speak candidly about our experiences. And in, in those spaces, you learn you're not alone. And in those spaces, you learn different things to try um, so that you don't remain stagnant or you don't run out of ideas. Or if you're you know, creatively blocked, you have somebody who you can use as an inspiration or to help you through that. It's, it's good to have people in your corner. Whether you're a solo business owner, whether you're in a partnership of, with your business, it's like finding somebody outside of your business who also kind of has that, you know, business mindset or they run a business. It's, it's very helpful to just have that to be able to talk to and bounce ideas off of. And they obviously will introduce you to new things and you get introduced to new people or new spaces and new, new things. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you've been considering uh, going to networking opportunities, do it, do it. I know for so, a lot of people, they, they, um, they get, get, I guess, kind of fearful of it, but trust me, there's mm-hmm. so many other people in that room who are just as fearful, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So and just, I've never gone to a networking event really? where oh, okay. people were, well, I've, I've never gone to a networking event where people are like rude. Yes. Or, right. Yeah. We're all here for the same very, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that could just speak heavily to RVA small business culture. Cause yeah. I can't speak on anybody else's towns or cities or anything else. But in Richmond, like you go, I will go in a, in a networking event and come out with more contacts that are people who are not even in my industry. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, they're the coolest people. And it's just kind of like, okay, now you can go in the happy hour and all kinds of things. It's just like, y'all are so cool. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And you just realize, like you, like you were saying, um, finding, finding other business owners doing what you do, seeing those, sharing those relatable experiences and just building a community. It, it's powerful and it really does help you start and it helps you keep going. So I think that was just very right on advice. Yeah. Well, my love, are you ready for you ready for the holiday? Oh, now I am. Yes, I had to get through the birthday first, and um, yes, I am ready. Well, I hope you have a beautiful Christmas. I guess that what I really need to be saying is karma ready. Right, <laughs> she is. She's she is very ready, and she's getting very into the gift giving portion of it, which has oh, been a joy beautiful. to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been fun watching her shop for presents for other people, and because that's something that I pride myself in is being a, a great gift giver too. Yeah. too. Um, but it's it's nice to see that she very much enjoys um, going out and finding presents and stuff for people. So this will be cool to kind of see. This is almost like her first Christmas where she was able to use her own money to buy gifts for people. So that was cool. Oh, I know that was nice for you. <laughs> but she. She gets, well, technically, I mean, I pay her when she works with me anyway. Gotcha. But. <laughs> you like, it's still money. my money. <laughs> <laughs> if we trace the source, yeah. So. Well, my hope for you guys is that y'all spend some quality time during the Christmas holiday. And as you go into the new year, I, I want you to stay encouraged. You know, I want you to keep being fulfilled and keep finding new ways to be fulfilled. And. Be comfortable in that uncertainty because it, it leads to beautiful places, as we see. Um, thank you. The same for y'all. Y'all know I, I love y'all and wish all of the good things for you. We love and you, I'm, too. I'm there to, 
and I'm there to, to push along and cheer along in any way I can because I love y'all. We love you too. All right. Well, thank you, Boo Boo. Um, wishing her. you happy holidays, and I'll talk to you yes. soon. Yes, ma'am. Bye bye. Bye. What's going on, everybody, man? I hope y'all guys enjoyed that. Um, we get a lot of questions asking how to support the podcast, and I'm going to tell y'all guys how you can do that. You can hit the subscribe button on YouTube. That's the Ground Up Podcast on YouTube. You can um, follow us in, on Apple, Google, Spotify, and um, leave us a comment, like, review, and share our, you know, um, share our stuff, share our podcast to any entrepreneurs that you guys know out there and thank you so much for listening and thank you guys so much for supporting um thank you